what's up basketball trainers not going to be your long i had a conversation with a parent last night uh in the midst of a water break and he's a he's a cfo of an e-commerce company and uh his son's a, a trainee and man it's crazy who you meet and what the parents of the trainees that train with you know and what they can share too honestly um so what, what i really wanted to uh share with you is some thoughts on skills clinics the skills clinics are something that i would like to maximize personally and I, I think all of us should maximize them as well because there are so many school districts in our proximity that don't have school sometimes whether it's a teacher professional work day it's a holiday it's a who, who, who knows, you name it. And there are a lot of kids who are more than willing and, and parents who are more than willing to, to have their sons or daughters trained. So we've been trying to run a skills clinic for every school district whenever they are out of school because it just makes sense to do that, you know? And you can kind of play with the numbers and, and get the result that you want to. But what I'm trying to figure out right now, and look, it's simple. Go to the school district calendar in your area, find out the teacher professional days, run a skills clinic that day uh we got an entire document on it too on, on the process and the checklist and the steps you need so if you want that let me know i'll be glad to send it to you um mycin at hoopsinstitute.com but once you get that set once you have all the dates set for the days that students are out of school and you have marketing and advertising for them it, it can be pretty helpful especially during the slower months months but my question for you and a thought for you, which we're going to start doing is reframing what the skills clinics are, the titles. The parent told me, he said, in something I've experienced too, sometimes there is skills clinic fatigue where you might have 20 one time, and then the next time you have 30, and the next time you have five, maybe 10. And it's like, why, why are these numbers dropping? And it could be because of the novelty or the lack thereof of the title. So you have skills clinic, skills clinic, skills clinic, instead of point guard, uh, uh, we can't say point guard college because that's already like, everybody knows what point guard college is. Maybe uh, a wing workshop or point guard um, academy or whatever the name is, you can have that name. And what we're gonna try to do are some more shooting clinics, ball handling clinics. Um, I don't know if defense will sell like that, but defensive clinics, like it, it's worth it, right? It, it's worth worthy skill to focus on. So my question and challenge is for you to try to run more skills clinics, because I doubt that many trainers are taking advantage of those days that kids are out of school. And I'm sure parents want their kids to be able to do something. And then how can you title it uh, to where there is novelty every single time? And my question for you is, do you run skills clinics and do you change the names of them often? And if you do, does it help you to keep the sessions fresh, to keep new faces in there and to have uh, more closer to 100% capacity? So that's my spiel. Hope you guys are having a great day and have a great rest of your week. And I will catch you on the next one. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate review and subscribe to this it only makes the podcast better i read every single one and at the very least go join our group you'll see the link in the description of this episode and i will catch you on the next one i may sound disrespectful in this episode and i don't intend to but i do think it's the truth i finally believe that there is an abundance of of basketball trainees out there and i've 
am starting to have an abundance mindset because truthfully, I I cringed every time I heard somebody say, I don't compete against anybody because I'm focusing on myself and what I do, which is great. It sounds noble. It sounds like pure flicks, right? But at the same time, it 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 just doesn't seem realistic from someone who was a basketball player, a competitor fighting for playing time. And it wasn't how life occurred to me as a small undersized guard playing basketball. But I can understand that mindset now and I can understand why there is an abundance and it may be a different reasoning why I believe that or have finally adopted that mindset. And unfortunately, sadly, it's because the competition just usually isn't that good. And sometimes along with that, there are people don't want to travel too far. The majority of people don't want to travel more than 15, 20 minutes to get to a training session. So even if you are close to someone who is really good, even better than you, I think if you're good enough, they'll be willing to travel 15 minutes versus 45 versus 30. So all that being said, back to number one, just the competition isn't that good. And it's it's something I'm realizing the gift and the curse of the basketball training industry. So with the software, with Hoops Institute, we're trying to help basketball players be sharper, have more organization and grow like they say they want to. But it's funny. You can't get anybody to text back. You can't get many people to text back, the ones who aren't serious. And the same way that they don't text back for someone who's trying to help them for free is probably the same way that they don't text back when someone is interested in their basketball training services. So that's your competition. (laughs) That's who you're going against. So that's why I think there is an abundance. And even on top of that, another derivative is we're, we're going after different clientele. Some clientele are made up of a certain social demographic that understand the high ticket prices. Some don't. Some can't afford it. Some cannot afford it. Some rather pay a lot of money for some shoes and hair appointments. Some rather pay more money for basketball training. It it varies. And it's not a race. It's not a, a colors, none of that stuff. It's it's people. It really is people. Um I'm noticing that. And then on top of that, uh in addition to that, the competition is not good enough. Not usually that good, I should say. The competition is usually not that good when it comes to basketball training and more specifically professionalism as a basketball trainer. Two, people value proximity so much. So if you're good enough, they're going to come to you if you are closer. And three, the social demographic status is different of every basketball trainee and basketball mom and basketball dad. So if if nothing else if you have never believed that there is a an abundance out there i'm just letting you know right now there definitely is an abundance and uh if you don't believe it because of the quantity i mean for sure there is a a zero sum game here at some point right like until kids get of a certain age there is a certain number of basketball training clients who are in the market that you are going for but the number grows and and there's more uh, ascension, I guess. There's more people matriculating through the market that are growing up playing basketball, playing rec ball. So there is an abundance, whether you believe that because of the quantity or believe that because of the things that I said. The competition is not that good. The proximity matters and the socio demographic status of the customer is different than 
that is a reason to believe that there is an abundance in this in this space. So just wanted to share that with you guys. And it's been a while since I had a, a podcast episode. So wanted to, to send this out and hope you guys have a great rest of your Friday. Take care. I may sound disrespectful in this episode and I don't intend to, but I do think it's the truth. I finally believe that there is an abundance of of basketball trainees out there and I've I'm starting to have an abundance mindset because truthfully, I I cringed every time I heard somebody say, I don't compete against anybody because I'm focusing on myself and what I do, which is great. It sounds noble. It sounds like pure flicks, right? But at the same time, it 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 just doesn't seem realistic from someone who was a basketball player, a competitor fighting for playing time. And it wasn't how life occurred to me as a small undersized guard playing basketball but I can understand that mindset now and I can understand why there is an abundance and it may be a different reasoning why I believe that or have finally adopted that mindset and unfortunately sadly it's because the competition just usually isn't that good and sometimes along with that there are People don't want to travel too far. The majority of people don't want to travel more than 15, 20 minutes to get to a training session. So even if you are close to someone who is really good, even better than you, I think if you're good enough, they'll be willing to travel 15 minutes versus 45 versus 30. So all that being said, back to number one, just the competition isn't that good. And it's it's something I'm realizing the gift and the curse of the basketball training industry. So with the software, with Hoops Institute, we're trying to help basketball players be sharper, have more organization and grow like they say they want to. But it's funny. You can't get anybody to text back. You can't get many people to text back, the ones who aren't serious. And the same way that they don't text back for someone who's trying to help them for free is probably the same way that they don't text back when someone is interested in their basketball training services. So that's your competition. (laughs) That's who you're going against. So that's why I think there is an abundance. And even on top of that, another derivative is we're, we're going after different clientele. Some clientele are made up of a certain social demographic that understand the high ticket prices. Some don't. Some can't afford it. Some cannot afford it. Some rather pay a lot of money for some shoes and hair appointments. Some rather pay more money for basketball training. It it varies. And it's not a race. It's not a, a colors under that stuff. It's it's people. It really is people. Um, I'm noticing that. And then on top of that, uh, in addition to that, the competition is not good enough. Not usually that good, I should say. The competition is usually not that good when it comes to basketball training and more specifically professionalism as a basketball trainer. Two, people value proximity so much. So if you're good enough, they're going to come to you if you are closer. And three, the social demographic status is different of every basketball trainee and basketball mom and basketball dad. So if if nothing else if you have never believed that there is a an abundance out there i'm just letting you know right now there definitely is an abundance and uh if you don't believe it because of the quantity i mean for sure there is a a zero sum game here at some point right like until kids get of a certain age there is a certain number of basketball training clients who are in the market that you are going for but the number grows and and there's more uh, 
ascension, I guess. There's more people matriculating through the market that are growing up playing basketball, playing rec ball. So there is an abundance, whether you believe that because of the quantity or believe that because of the things that I said, the competition is just not that good. The proximity matters and the social demographic status of the customer is different Then that is a reason to believe that there is an abundance in this in this space. So just wanted to share that with you guys. And it's been a while since I had a, a podcast episode. So wanted to, to send this out and hope you guys have a great rest of your Friday. Take care.